Welcome to the 202020 Mastery Mission, The Stories. In this part two recording, we welcome back our guests to share war stories and bake in the concepts covered in their mastery session. Concepts are great, but everyone loves a story, exclusive to hunters and unicorns. The 202020 Mastery Mission is sponsored by SOAP, the global recruitment partner for the Playbook community. We're delighted to welcome back to the 202020 Mastery Mission, Flo. Thank you so much for taking the time to take us through your amazing topic. Um, In this second recording, we would like for you to share a story about just reflecting on the topic that we've covered, which was all about coachability and, and of course, the, the, the seller's blind spot. Could you just perhaps share a story with us where this can really help to to bake in a lot of the concepts that we've spoken about so far? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we talked about a lot and I already mentioned some of my examples. However, there was one situation where, and it's, a, it's, it's someone I'm still working with in the team. It was someone who I uh, recruited. It was back at App Dynamics. It was a situation when I first met him, I was immediate, I immediately knew this is a guy we need to hire because great CV, uh, obviously super high intellect, um, great progression, especially it's exactly in that sweet spot in regards to the experience. That means like three years of quota carrying. So it was perfect situation, perfect situation, asking great questions, super motivated, driven, strong personal goals, strong personal agenda. It was even a difficult interview for me back in the days because he was challenging me as well. But immediately, this guy has potential. So he joined. Of course, that was great. Started. It was around specific areas of PG, and he was very, very good in, in, in finding finding specific routes to revenue. For, but was, what was quickly clear is that he was on a on a on a big patch. And he was clearly capable. He was running a lot of things in parallel because he had such a high intellect and he was able to scale himself really, really heavily. So what was happening is he was booking a huge amount of meetings in different accounts. And I was at first, it was great. Like, hey, this guy is able to get into accounts and to new customers we've never been before. That's amazing. But at the same time, I, I looked and that was pre-COVID, so everyone needed to travel to specific meetings. I was looking and immediately became clear that is not sustainable. A, because of the way how he worked and the amount of time he put in. B, um, when it just came to logistic things, he was not able to basically do three meetings in three cities in one day without basically rushing all, all over it. And there was absolutely zero, zero tolerance for any, any failure, like a traffic jam, etc. And then thirdly, it was also a situation where it was spreading out all of his work. He was just going to this account, this account, this account. So luckily, I, I identified this very, very early. So I was working with him on his territory plan and I said like, okay, so let's now restructure all of your accounts because you basically need to look at what is the prior one, what is the prior two, what is the prior three, classical standard territory planning, no magic things around it. So he had his territory plan. He shared it again with me. It looked great, etc. At the same time, I looked in his diary the next week and there were meetings popping up outside 
of his key accounts. And I was like, okay. So I was calling him. I was like, hey, what, we've, what have we decided? And the first week he came back to me. He's like, yeah, I, I still was PGing in that. I wasn't PGing in that account anymore. It was just something where I've done something before. And now the customer, customer came back and asked me. So I, I just wanted to do the meeting. So can I please do the meeting? I was like, okay, if it's the last meeting, and do the meeting. But I would not recommend to spend any time further because it is logistic. It is from that industry where we, where we were back in the days we were not really good at. Okay. Next week, checking the diary, the same again. You know, the meetings were popping up, and now I got a little bit more confrontational. It's like, what's going on here? Yeah, we discussed it, and he sent me the revised territory plan. And in the revised territory plan, there was a second tab, which I was not identifying before. It was like his PG plan. Yeah, so I was like, what is the second tab about? And I was calling him, saying, okay, so walk me through that territory plan. And he said, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, my tier one, my, my real accounts, they're, they're on, on, this, on this part of the spreadsheet. And it's like, oh, the other part of the spreadsheet, what is that? And then he used a very specific German word, yeah, which I cannot say it's Schmankerl, but it means those are my delicacy accounts. Yeah? So it's the tiny ones, like the sweet accounts, he just puts it like a cherry on the cake. Yeah? The cherry on the cake accounts, that's probably the, the better translation. And I was going, well, are you crazy? I mean, are you not listening to what I'm saying to you? Yeah, yeah, no, 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 I'm listening, but I have the cherry on the cake accounts on top of it. Because when I'm not busy in the other accounts that I can still spend time on the cherry on the cake account. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I was thinking like, is this, is this a joke? Yeah. But it, but he was serious. He was serious about it. So he was thinking that he basically could look, let it look on the surface that he was following that wise, but on the below surface, he just marketed it a different way. He was doing <laughs> <laughs> it's the same things, you know? Uh, I, I mean, that's the downside of being very, very smart, you know? <laughs> you, you find ways, yeah, somehow to, to get away, yeah, um, and not taking that advice. So I immediately spotted this guy is so smart, but he's actually not, it, it, he's, he's not listening. So I really forced him then very, very, very hard because I, I knew Either he learns it the hard way or he will fail a couple of, a couple of months later because we will just be too busy and, and running around without any result. So I was really forcing him, uh, was controlling his diary. I was even making sure that there is, there is, there is, there are even no meetings he's doing without sending an invite. <laughs> so, um, that was a situation where it was very tough. And the one point where it was a situation where I always mentioned this cherry on the cake accounts. Cherry on the cake accounts, yeah? And this became a constant theme because he was not only not super structured around his accounts, but also around his week. He was working super hard, but he was not structured enough. So we were, we were able to use that theme, delicacy, um, um, Cherry on the cake accounts, always when something like that came up. I kept on reminding him, yeah? It's, it's again... A cherry on the cake account week. Yeah. So you should be changing it. So, and, and it was not confrontational at that point in time. It, it just became very clear that this is not the right way. Because at the same time, where he was focusing on this tier one account, he found a really big opportunity. And then we had a situation where he was going back again, getting into account, getting really busy, getting to senior people, finding good champions. 
where I was then able to always play it back. Yeah, to say, listen, this is the conversation we had last week. Not to focus on those cherry on the cake accounts. This was the outcome of doing it. You spend time in PG and found those two people who are right now have done are right now reflecting two separate routes to revenue for this for for this new account. So I was able to always link it back. And then he was progressing, the opportunity was progressing, he was finding different opportunities and even also different accounts, yeah, in the right accounts. And then we were able, after a certain point in time, just let him run because he was changing his behavior. And that was something where um, he can also, he was, he was very proud of with all of the right reasons because he was able to adjust a, a behavior from kind of like a headless chicken mode, yeah, just running around, booking meetings everywhere into a very structured approach of engaging with, with customers. And that was something where I was so pleased to see the personal progression. And obviously he progressed really well. He, he, he made his number. He got promoted a couple of times. I promoted him now. And right now he's, he's a guy running a super big organization. I think probably 50 people in his organization. Uh, and he's still really, really not as, not as old as I am. Um, so he's still really young. And I think that is something where I'm proud of. I think I played. Of course, he was he was responsible for all of his success, but I played a little bit of a role in that. And this is something which was also very rewarding for myself. It's a great story. And, uh, you know, on, on, on reflection to that, I think that's something that can really resonate with a lot of people that even if you, you are doing the right things and you are doing what you think is right and trying to even go above and beyond in thinking you're doing even more of what's right, um, a, a lot of the time, you know, there's people around you that have eyes or experience that, you know, they're not there to control you. And, and, and you know, on flow on, on reflection to what you said, you, you had to manage his diary. You had to help him change his behaviors. And, and for some that might be perceived as, you know, you know, is that necessary? But actually you can see the outcome of that intervention, how it was able to really help him, you know, make the correction that yeah. was needed. And the point is, you know, if you really think it, think it through, yeah. So what was happening is basically there was a situation where he was struggling, for example, to get meetings, yeah. But he knew that in this other account, he probably get easier meetings. So it was a very natural thing, yeah, to say, oh, I'm married based on the new business meetings that I'm that I'm that I'm able to book, so I'm doing it the, the best way, yeah. So. He was not doing anything wrong, but he was doing it not the right way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that was my, my take on that there, Flo, is that, you know, that must be a very, very common mistake for managers to, to over, you know, to, 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 to not identify because you see the input, you see this person working really hard, but sometimes, you know, spending too much, spreading yourself too thin over too many is is the problem right i think one point that maybe i wanted to add is um one thing what was also helping in that discussion was uh he had a very strong personal agenda very strong personal agenda and without going into detail it was super easy yeah to align then his personal goal to that professional thing that means you will be able to achieve this personal goal yeah when you're closing a significant opportunity at this significant account. So only 
with closing disk, that, that means only when you're engaging with those accounts, you will be able to reach your personal goal. So when you're just engaging with the other accounts, they will not reflect the level of uh, business that you need to need to get to in order to achieve your personal goals. So that was also something where you basically can always relate it back to. But uh, at a certain point, that was really down to very, very operational things, like very detailed things, which is which was an interesting learning also for me. Yeah, it's a, it's a very, very great example. And uh, thank you so much for sharing that with us. Uh, Flo, I, I, do, do you have another example, perhaps, of, of, a, of a situation like this that you wanted to share with us? I think um, the one thing where I think there are a couple of things when you see people progressing into leadership, um, how they have been able to uh, adjust or um, their behaviors. The one thing, for example, and that's a very... That's a very tiny story. It's a very tiny story somehow, even when I'm working with very senior people. Uh, so I had once a situation with a second, just, just, just last week, um, a situation with the second line manager. So there was a super big deal before Christmas. It was evolving. Uh, it just got closed earlier today. Uh, so it's a good day. Um, <laughs> and, and basically led to a situation where there's a, there's a senior leader in my organization, super, super work ethic, working hard every day, trying to achieve the best outcome. So the situation of this specific leader was there was no Christmas. There was no break between Christmas and New Eve. It was always just some online mode of negotiation, progressing specific things. Um, so, uh, and as I said, okay, now when this deal is closed, you need to make sure that in February you get some time off. Because otherwise you will be breaking. The fiscal year will still last for us. It will last until summer. You will be not surviving this with the level of Zoom meetings, interactions that you're doing. So you need to basically take vacations where we're finding one place where I just say, hey, this is where you need to go to. Yeah? And what was happening is <laughs> the leader was not booking his vacation. So I was starting in beginning of January. said like, okay, so you worked so hard. You need to make sure that you're booking a vacation, <laughs> but it didn't work out. So every time I was speaking with this specific leader, it's like, hey, by the way, what about your vacation? Have you booked it already? No. Ah, no, no, no. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm on it. I'll do it. I'll do it. And that led to the situation that I really needed to force, <laughs> force this specific person yeah, <laughs> to say, okay, so here's the deal. Either you send me the confirmation of your booking yeah, <laughs> until noontime, yeah, of this day, or I will, I will, I will, I will basically punish you. And there was like, okay, what will be the punishment be? It's like, okay, oh, I won't call you, and I will not take any call for three consecutive days. For you. <laughs> like, no, 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 you cannot do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, and that was always the theme. So, you sometimes you really need to make sure that even very senior people yeah, get coachable. So that means you make it count. You need to make it very specific, and you need to be on top of things because otherwise, what would have happened is uh, QBRs for next quarter would have come in, everything would have come in, and then again the schedule is screwed up and no one can take vacation. I mean, that's a little bit of a different example, but it never stops. It never stops. And also the responsibility for us as senior leaders never stops. Yeah. That means you always need to consistently, sometimes you need to, let's say, reinforce coachability. Yeah. That's a completely different story, but maybe some interesting story to share. To all our viewers and listeners, we hope you've enjoyed the show today. If you liked what you heard, please do share, like, 
and subscribe. But a big thank you to Flo for taking time out of his busy schedule to join us. And we look forward to welcoming you all back for another mastery session soon. Thank you very much. Have you enjoyed the session today? Please help others discover our series by sharing and liking our content. Are you on the mission? Click subscribe so you don't miss out. The 202020 Mastery Mission, The Stories, are brought to you by SOAP, the global recruitment partner for the Playbook community. Check out so muchsoap.com for more information. Ah!